This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the besotted Pride of West London podcast and it goes on, it goes on. One minute, there's no chance. It's been taken away from you, but then they do it. It's like the carrot in front of the donkey, dangling in front of you every time. It was one of those games where it was going to be cagey. It was going to be tough. Ipswich came to Griffin Park with not much to play for. We had everything to play for, really. We didn't want to let a goal in. And so we kept it tight. We kept it cagey. And at the end of the day, it was all about the penalty scored by Neil Malpay, his 12th goal of the season. To be fair, he came at the beginning of the season being one of the question marks, but he scored 12 goals. You can't knock that at all. And Brentford has still got the playoffs looking at them. The Brentford players are coming over to the Ealing Road here. Lots of applause, lots of happiness, lots of celebration time as we celebrate. The Bolton B, you've not been to Griffin Park for four years and you must be very happy with what you saw today. Bit of a scrappy game. Ipswich the typical McCarthy team. Niggle, niggle, kick, kick, but... Right team one, we were the far better football inside without a doubt. I think it's a bit be too little too late. Middlesbrough have won, Derby have won, but you know, good at all good for next season, I think. Listen, we all say this like, you know, we um typical football inside, but today and I think even the last few games we've seen a little bit more professionality we've made sure that we haven't gone behind yeah. we've made sure that we kind of round it out a little bit and that's what we did today wasn't it I think so yeah I mean we never looked like conceded I mean a couple of hoof balls up might have caused a bit of trouble but basically they were crap <laughs> for lack of any other expression I'm sorry but they were very very poor for a championship team Ipswich but there you go I think there have been a lot of poor teams you look at the bottom of the table now I've seen Bolton a couple of times and they're dreadful and the other teams down there well I reckon we'll be alright next season for a good chance of getting on the playoffs at least good celebration time celebrate celebrate your win it's still looking very very doubtful there's the P word the playoff word but that doesn't really matter does it I never even thought of the playoffs before today and all of a sudden now I'm getting excited but it was um like Nick McCarthy it wasn't pretty out there but professional I thought Malpay worked so hard today I was pleased from getting his penalty you know the, the usual kind of Malpay 
fumbles here and there, but though that bloke works hard. Oh, yeah, fairly professional, didn't really worry us too much until right at the end. Um, job done, it's end of the season, it's not going to be as pretty as it was throughout the season, but mate, Forest and Tuesday, let's see what happens. Sure, uh, interesting, you talk about Malpe. Malpe, you know, he scored one, uh, one goal from the penalty spot, but he could have actually very easily had that second goal um, in the very late in, that, in, the, in the second half, couldn't he? Yeah, he gets in the right positions, doesn't he? Sometimes he's, you know, he's still young, he's still learning. I think we've got the base of a very good player there, but I thought his attitude and effort today was first class. I thought Canos coming on again with the usual kind of Canos crowd-waving, flag-bearing thing actually helped. Penalty, I thought it was a real, you know, it was a penalty, it was fair, it was a push. Canos um, made a bit of a spark, subs made a difference. Onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards. West Coast B. West Country B, West Coast, West Country B, below you know, the West Coast Liberals. Um, did that liberate you, that game? Yeah, it did a bit. I mean, I was getting a bit nervous towards the last 10 minutes of it when I thought Ipswich might just nick an equaliser. That was definitely a penalty. Um, it's a game that won't, to be honest, live long in the memory. I mean, it was two teams uh, battling it out for a mid-table or upper mid-table position. Because, and it, only because you're convinced there's no playoffs. In, absolutely. In I mean, I, you know, it was an important win for us today to make sure that we secured the 10th place that I think that we'll finish up in, in the league. Um, so, so I'm going to ask you, and again, I'm just going to, so if Brentford get to the playoffs, can we say that you, the, um, everyone could get out of the globe and you buy everybody a beer, is that right? I would be delighted to uh, buy some form of refreshment, probably bottled water, if we reach the playoffs. Because, what a cop-out. No, it's not a, co- it's not a, co- it's not a cop-out. It's because everybody, everybody will be so drunk on success that they'll need water to sober up. Rubbish. Well, Absolutely rubbish. Absolutely. Yeah. A typical fencing liberal, that's what I say. <laughs> got the Ipswich in the house today you come down and listen I know the result didn't go to plan yeah. but did you have a good day otherwise yeah the, yeah it's been good I mean I'm going back to university tomorrow up in York St John's so you know it's a good day out with my, my father and also seeing my mates as well and just going the way you know just going for a match you know but I mean today not the result we wanted I mean, as, as you could hear, you know, a lot of chants happening from the, from the Ipswich camp. But I mean, we couldn't, to be honest with you, we couldn't actually hear the chants from the Ipswich camp. And the reason why is that our ground's a bit funny, whereas like our sound kind of gets camped in our end, your sound get camped in, and we can't hear what's going on the other side. So just tell us what those chants are about. Well, just like all, all sort of towards Mick McCarthy. And I mean, you know, I mean, like I say, there's a bit of uneasiness in the in in the fan in the fans and that. And you know, obviously the players, you know. You know, you you want the players to perform and that, and they it just didn't seem like it was happening today. We we had some chance. We had Waghorn have the chance, and you know, but fair few. You had a good spell in the first half, and you know, I mean, I didn't see what happened with the penalty and everything, but I mean, definite penalty was it? Yeah, well, I mean, but yeah, but I mean, the chance itself. I mean, you know, a lot of uneasiness, and obviously he's going to be going at the end of the season. So, you know, we'll just have to see what happens. I mean, it's, it's not nice to obviously hear, you know, your own manager getting, you know, all the stick and everything. But, I mean, you can understand the fans' frustration and that. But just hopefully things will look up for us and we can end the season at least above Norwich. I'm going to ask you as well, I mean, are you, obviously the frustration and, and there's one of those things where you talk about, you know, it's like, yeah. a, it's like a, a wedding that's kind of sort of kind yeah. of got a bit sour. Yeah. For you, I mean, Mick McCarthy, do you, I mean, obviously you respect what he's done for you. Yeah, but yeah, you, yeah. But do you, do you feel the time's over? Well, I mean, at this stage now, I mean, the fans, you know, their, their voices are saying it all really. But I mean, like I say, I, I don't think the manager deserves that much stick. But I mean, like I say, that's what the fans think that's the minority of fans other fans you know they want to go and support the team and give the players you know 100% support like the 12th man you know 
But, you know, like I say, like I say, you know, hopefully we can end the season at least above the Norwich at least and do, do well, you know. Fingers crossed. Listen, yeah. safe trip, safe yeah. trip mate. Thank you very much. We can wait Cheers. Cheers. Thank you very much. Yeah, so we've got, we got, we got all sorts of fans that come down here. We've got Chippenswich fans, we've got Brentford fans, we've even got South End fans. He's lost, obviously, on the way to the East Coast. And he stopped off at Griffin Park because he knew the football would be much better, didn't you? Yeah, no, it was all right. It was all right. I went, I think, I, South End are playing well this year. So, oh, since Chris Powell took over, anyway, they've definitely picked... Chris, my mate Chris Powell's in charge of you, so he's all good. No, he's, he's doing well, especially at home. I mean, we're struggling a bit away, but at home they're doing well. And, oh, the game today was a bit... It's a game of attrition, wasn't it? You know, Ipswich Town, Mick McCarthy team, and it was just a bit like big boys against big boys until I opened up in the second half. Yeah, I mean, opened up. We got the goal that needed at the end of the day. All Brentford fans wanted was three points. We uh, we didn't really care how we got the win today because as you uh, as we see the finish line approaching, the, the the only thing we can do is just win all these matches. And we've uh, we've, we've we've got one out of six so far. Yeah, you could see. You could, you could feel there's a bit of... Seven. There's a bit of tension in the air. You could feel it. And, uh, I mean, the football weren't all that, but... I think you've done all right. You've got some good players, Brentford, definitely. Good a lot of proper players, but... Just a matter of how you can pick up, really, from here on in, it? you got five games... Was there five games to go? Five games to go? Seven! Six or seven. I've got no idea. doesn't really matter. As long as we win them all, that's what we're looking at, you know what I'm saying? We're looking... It's all about momentum this stage, of the, this stage of the season. Nice ground as well. I enjoyed it. That's good. Listen, we've got the Monty. The, well, he's not quite the Brighton B, but he's definitely going on the Sussex B here, the Monty. Um, you go in and out and uh with Brentford for a long time and uh, we had a little chat at half-time and uh, the prediction was there, wasn't it? Well, it was from you, Bill. Absolutely. You nailed it uh, full on. What I was saying to Matt, the South End boy, is watch out for Chris Meppham. Right, watch out for him. He's played 15 games. He's had a massive deal, uh, offer from Bournemouth. And what I remember about Mepham was his first game was against Eastleigh in the Cup, 5-1 at half-time. And what I really loved about Rowan Sawyers, he kept passing the ball back to him. Forwards and back, forwards and back, forwards and back. Chris Mepham has just spent the night in a hotel room in China with Gareth Bale. And Gareth Bale asked Chris Mepham to share the room with him. Do you know what I mean? That type of shit, right, translates into Mepham coming back to the beach saying, we need to win out of seven out of seven. I believe him. Two out of seven, five to go. Come on, you bees. Come on, you bees. We've got the Ipswich crew in the house and there's been all sorts of uh, malarkey on the terraces. Unhappiness in the Ipswich end, Mick McCarthy. It seems to me, and I don't know, there seems to be all sorts of different sides. We had an Ipswich fan talking earlier that he wasn't happy with the, the grief that was dished out to McCarthy. He said that he felt that everyone should be a bit more together and he's done a lot for the side. And then we got we got another Ipswich fan here who maybe thinking slightly differently. Uh, yeah, he's, well... After today, I'm not so sure. I think it is definitely time time for us to part part ways. Um, I think people talk about careful what you wish for, but after today, you know, I think the club and Mick McCarthy need to go their separate ways. It's it's, it's not it's not working. Um, a lot of people were quite quite angry today and want to want him to go now. So um, you know, and to be honest, after today, I kind of agree with that really. But over the last sort of four or five years I think he has done a good job people don't give him the respect that he deserves um, you know what you're going to get from Mick McCarthy a hard work inside but you know he, 
much far too many times he lets the hand break off and he won't let the players play so I think it is time for him to, to go I mean, I mean I remember coming down here and we played you you know quite a few times obviously you know we were always kind of toe to toe especially that first season you came down here on Boxing Day I think you, you beat us was it 5-3 or 3-1 or you, you beat us by quite a lot anyway um, and I remember we thought god that's Ipswich's team they're really tough they're really hard and it was, it was a real change for us to sort of kind of come against a team like that because you were you were hard and tough and direct there's a little bit of skill there as well that seems to have gone missing in the, in the last year I think that year that was Boxing Day um, that was Boxing Day uh, 2014 and we were on flames that day um, and to be honest like, that was kind of like the peak of that that was the peak of Mick McCarthy's peak season so you know maybe maybe we played better that year but that day we, we obliterated you in the first sort of 10-15 minutes yeah, I think a lot of fans will probably tell you we, we haven't really done that since if I'm honest um, and um, I think we've all got when we come down here we, we've had a brilliant day today we, we see what Brentford are all about you know they, they play some good football they're, uh, you know they're a smaller perceived smaller club but you you know working on a small budget and you know one of the things that a lot of fans have talked about is like Mick McCarthy says oh well we haven't got a lot of money well you know I think I, I don't think I'm wrong but Brentford haven't got a massive amount of money but you play the right way um, entertaining football and you go for it and you Today that that showed through to us. There's only one team, in my opinion, that really wanted to win today. Um, so yeah, fair play. So to me, and I'm hearing this. So the, the, the McCarthy way that we talk about, and I mean, as a fan, you must get sort of quite sort of gritted teeth because I mean, I know that fans get quite defensive about how they're going about and playing their football. So if we sort of come down to you and you know on social media, some of the fans might talk about industrial football and hoofball and horrible fans traditionally get defensive don't they I mean you, got, you, you get defensive about your team um, but now in retrospect looking back on that do you kind of see where everyone's coming from I think you're right I think fans off, you know normally they back their team they stick up for their team they stick but, but now we've gone beyond that you know people aren't people see that they, they don't want that anymore you know when, when McCarthy first joined us he got results he got results he got us out of trouble um, he pushed us towards the playoffs you know 2014 2015 he got us in the playoffs but ever since then it's been downhill really and people you know the way Ipswich usually play or used to play um, is good football entertaining football I mean me and my friends here we, we grew up on the not Bobby Robson but George Burley you know they, those years were unbelievable um, I think that's all we want it's just a bit of hope really I was just going to ask you so one final question here. So, oh a couple of final questions but, so are you saying that it's alright to play the industrial direct football if you get the results and if you don't get the results it's not right to play it or is it different I think when he first came he got results um, uh, we'd had two two managers before Mick McCarthy we'd had Roy King and we'd had Paul Jewell very different managers but both didn't get results and I think by the time McCarthy came we were all desperate just to stay up and progress and there was a lot of progression there but the way he plays um, I think a lot of fans have just had enough and okay if we get results great but I think it's gone beyond that a lot of fans even when we're winning you know we, when we grind out one nil aways you know we, we, they just want a change they want some hope they want ambition they want him to take the handbrake off he hasn't done that um, and it, yeah like I say it is absolutely 100% time for a change and I think a lot of us here you know tonight today we can't wait for next season 
on, a, on a flip side, you come to Brentford, it's the fourth season that you've been here. I remember the first season, actually, we actually organised, I don't know if you remember, there's a free beer giveaway. There's free beer for Ipswich fans and then Brentford fans on that day, on Boxing Day it was as well. And as time has gone on, as you see, a bit of an open door policy, regardless of the result, do you enjoy your time down at Brentford? Today? I mean, just in general. Just in general, it's been a brilliant day. You know, good pubs, good, you know, I suppose, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a traditional day of football. It's been brilliant. We've had a good laugh. We've all come down here. Um, you know, we, we follow Ipswich home in a way and, 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 you know, we know the football ain't going to be great, but we've had a great day today, all, all five of us here. You know, we've had a few beers. We're st- you know, it's just, just been, yeah, it's been great. And, and it's a proper away day, proper championship away day. Really, really enjoyed it. It's all about grinding out the results. Grinding, a eh? Grinder. It's a bit of a grinder, isn't it? It was today. It, was, it wasn't pretty to watch, mate. It was uh, a typical, horrible Mick McCarthy uh, set-up. It, I can't believe he, he picked time today. He didn't need to do that. I, I, I didn't. I thought that was just a little bit. I, I don't know. Spiteful. Spiteful. It was just a bit. I, I, I don't know what the word is. It's, it was just kind of intimidatory, really. Um, I, I, you know, he, he knows. He knows the score. He knows the history. Regardless, I thought. And, and apparently, he's not the best man for the job of all of the Ipswich fans either. Yeah, I, I just didn't understand it. On the bench, yeah, start. And I, I know it's for him to pick the team. Team, but you know, I just I thought it was I, I thought it was unnecessary. I thought Judgey had a had a solid first half. He, he seems to have lost a bit of pace. Um, you know, I, I think he, he I think he ran out of steam. And I think um, obviously Canos came on and made a big difference within five minutes. He he made a run across his man, absolute nailed on penalty. Two hands in his back went down penalty. I thought I thought Morpay was going to miss it. I'll be honest with you. I just couldn't see where the goal was going to come from. And even with the penalty, I thought, oh no, we're going to blow it. But we ground it out. It was a grinder. And um, the last the last 10, 15 minutes, mate. I was really biting my fingernails. It, it actually really meant something to me. I, I don't, I don't think this season's over by a, a long, a long shot. You know, we, we need to go to obviously Forest now on Tuesday night and win, and I think we will. Um, Fulham, anything could really happen. We could either beat them, draw with them, or get a tonking. Um, I, hopefully, we can we can pick up at least a point in uh, Fulham, and then after that, QPR. You got to say we're favourites there, and then we've got a couple of games left. So. You know, if, if a couple of a couple of other results go our way, and we do what we're capable of, today was just about the result. You know, we, we weren't allowed to play our game. It wasn't pretty to watch, but we can go to Forest and play more a more expansive game. So yeah, got that one out of the way. I'm, I'm excited, Bill. Now on you bees, as we say, beside Pride of West London podcast, this is all good. Listen, Forest on Tuesday, get yourselves down there. Very much looking forward to that. As we say, down on the train at lunchtime, and we'll be there on a Tuesday afternoon, lapping that one up. I think we're going to even stay overnight for that one. But as we say, other than that, listen to our radio show next Thursday, 9 till 10 o'clock. Thursday night, Love Sport 558 on the AM dial, and also on digital and DAB and online. And we're doing a Fulham special for that one. You've got to check it out. It's going to be be a proper laugh again for some proper jokes uh, Fulham special we were already concocting how we can absolutely and totally take Fulham to whatever we need to do or that one it doesn't really matter mate because uh, if, even if we lose to them at least we can have a laugh before and also like I said to you Martin Allen event on the 4th of May he's coming down and doing our end of season bees up you go to the Besighted.com, you'll see we've got a new banner there. The Great 
Escape Banner. Um, that lady spent ages doing that one. It's absolutely wicked. Press the button because we ain't got many tickets left for that as well. We've got, like I said, a comedian who's been uh, an international comedian. Now, I called him the other day. He said, sorry, Bill, I'm just getting on a plane to go to wherever, sort of like sort of New Zealand or something like that. So international comedian we got involved. We've got also a comedy actor, a, a musical variety act as well. They're really great. We've got a hot buffet. We've got, we got DJ. We've got, we got, we got all sorts going on. Auction. You know, it's going to be teething tremendous. So get your hands on those because there ain't that many left. But other than that, this has been a, a, a very good and professional day for the bees and we're going to Forest on Tuesday but fingers crossed things are going to go as way as we say come on you away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for McDonald's maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Just fantastic! You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.